0: Hi, and welcome. This is Latrice Bartley, founder of Purposefully Living, where your passion meets God's purpose. I believe God created you for a purpose. So why not purposefully live every day of your life by embracing your uniqueness and walking in the fullness of who Christ created you to be. Good morning. Good morning. It's Latrice with Purposefully Living. Listen, I just wanted to intro today's um, podcast. This is actually a recording that I did about two years ago, y'all, two years ago. Um, And I just wanted to bring it back. It is one of my favorite topics. Um, I love encouraging Um, people through faith and through the heart, things triumphing through trials, and I love um, encouraging my mothers and and all the things, right? I just love God's word, but y'all, one of my favorite topics that I think lends to those Is seasons. And I am in a season of accepting the season. And I just thought, you know, as I was getting before the Lord, I said, What do you want me to say? And I kept hearing this um, topic. And so I went back and found it. And it's just amazing how God's word is timeless, right? Um, But I just want to encourage you through a recording that I did almost two years ago. But I want to give it a different title today. Today, I want to say, as you listen to this, settle in your season. Settle in your season. And y'all know, come on, you know I'm going to give you a definition, but here's the definition. Settle. Settle means to make a resolve, to come to order, to rest season has many definitions we know it of course as um you know winter fall spring summer um season right but think about it also as season you know that salt and um the different things that we put on our food that's seasoning y'all when we think about um seasons in the sense of uh those different events and uh, throughout um I just lost my thought, y'all. I'm sorry. Um, as we think about it in terms of summer, spring, fall, they're all necessary. They're, each season matters. Sometimes seasons are longer, right? Sometimes if you're in Florida, we feel like we live in summer. We barely have a winter. You know, In other states, they feel like they live in winter. So sometimes the season is long, but they're necessary to that area. But it doesn't necessarily mean we embrace it. But I want to encourage you, to just settle in your season. But then I was also thinking about Literally, how potent season is. You know, have you ever watched a cooking show? My husband loves cooking shows, and so we watch them often. Um, my my baby son Miles is an upcoming chef. He loves cooking, so we're always on the cooking network. And it amazes me when I see them preparing this dish. I'm all excited to see how they're gonna do it, and then they will make a whole meal and don't put no seasoning. It and I'm like. But where the seasoning? Just because you put some olive oil, that ain't, see- <laughs> you know, we come from seasoning. Like where your salt? Give me some pep or something. You know, it's like how you make a whole meal with no seasoning. That I just, it, I feel like I, I'm just looking like what in the world? And so think about your life like that. You know what I mean? Like God, you and the people around you, the Bible reminds us that we're the salt of the earth. And so you're necessary. Um, the, Maybe that neighbor, just, I want us to see each other as the seasonings of life. You know, sometimes people come in to sprinkle a little something for your season, you know? And so y'all, but if, come on now, let me tell you, the Lord will, he just blows my mind because as I was researching this again, I was supposed to just make this an intro but y'all I'm on four minutes y'all know I like to talk don't be laughing at me but listen As I was looking up the definition of season, why as a verb, when you use it as a verb, it says make fit. Come on. The Lord said, I'm a, I'm a back you up with the get fit to make fit. And here's the sentence example it gave. This trip will season even the hardiest traveler. So y'all guess what? Our seasons are so necessary because they're making us fit. They're getting us fit for purpose. They're getting us fit for where God is taking us. So I just want to encourage you through this old recording that I did to settle in your season. When you settle in your season, you see differently, you think differently, and you won't miss what God is trying to show you because a lot of times before we move on to the next, there's something, there's a tool, there's that stick, if I could say, like in Moses' day that you need for where you're going. So settle in your season. I pray this recording blesses you. Have a great day. Bye. Morning. I literally, the Lord, I just heard him say seasons. Um, and this is something I have that has been very dear to my heart because I have had to learn um, the hard way and sometimes the easy way, but sometimes the hard way. To embrace the season because I think a lot of time we're always on to the next. Um, What's coming? What you know, how can I be making this happen? How can I be moving and shaking? What we're always ahead. And that's not bad. But you have to be careful with. Um, always you know planning and the the you know on to the next even I'm just using myself as an example I am really big on planning I'm really big about writing the vision I have a five-year plan I have a year plan I like to stay goal-oriented I'm a structured person Um, but I found especially being a woman of God that it's okay to write those plans and the word of God tells us to to do that you know you don't want to just be oh God is gonna fix it he gonna well how he's gonna fix it what do you need him to fix did you write down you know Lord um you you want a financial miracle do you even know what you owe do you know your total debt so sometimes you know we is you need both you know you have to have your faith but you can't just stand on faith. You move. There's some action, some works that's required in that. And so I say that to say I've had to learn that thing called patience and waiting because each season brings something. Every season, um, it has its unique development. It also has harvest. It has a lot that it encompasses. And so this morning, I just heard God say seasons. And I was really thinking about how um, we know that we have certain seasons and I I don't know them but I know even if you googled or on the calendar it will tell you you know the date summer begins, spring begins but a lot of times just because it's that date it does not necessarily feel or do you see that season. sometimes even though we know okay fall spring, winter, summer, these are the dates. I'm just going to be honest like right now I feel like I'm living in summer technically this is the first or this is not the first day But we're in spring, but it is 95 degrees in Florida. So it don't feel spring. It feels summer and my point is We have designated seasons Just because it's a year that is going to be before us. We know that we're going to have certain seasons Whether How you feel about those seasons, they're coming. You might say, I totally hate summer. I totally hate winter. That is not my favorite season. I don't wanna do with it. It doesn't matter how you feel about it. The season is coming. So you can either choose to embrace it. How are you gonna manage summer? Are you going to, you know, I'm just saying, get you some tank tops or keep a water towel or keep a lot of water? Because summer doesn't care that you don't like summer. Summer's coming. You just have to learn how to navigate summer um and that's with everything and same with sometimes the seasons last longer you know whereas the date says this is now the beginning of fall here you can feel like well we still in summer in flip-flops and it's 99 degrees so it don't feel fall my point is there's a preparation and there's even just an acceptance. And I'm thinking about this time with COVID and Corona, we're in a season, a season that none of us saw coming, but we can either choose to complain, we can either choose to try to force it ahead, which is not gonna work, cause it's gonna do what it do, or you can choose to embrace it, it's here. What is it saying to me? How do I navigate it? How do I make the best out of it? And so I wanted to encourage you to take notice to the season. Each season, um, spiritually, I'm talking now, it brings development. And a lot of times we wanna rush past these seasons. I can even reflect over my life. And I think about seasons that I was ready to come, I mean, get through, like, hurry up, this is too much. But when I look back, oh my God, so many nuggets, so much development, so many things I learned because I chose to embrace the season and say, okay, God, I'm here, what are you saying? What are you teaching me? What are you speaking to me? What do I need to zone in on, you know? And so I wanna encourage you with that. And of course, when I think of seasons, I think of Ecclesiastes. And so I wanna encourage you to read all of Ecclesiastes, um, especially chapter three. Um, But I want to just point out a couple of things in verse 1 verse basically verse 1 through 8 we just see what is seasons there's a time to cry a time to laugh a time to grieve a time to dance um a time to gather I mean it's like it goes through every time a time to search a time to give up loss a time to keep a time to throw away a time to tear apart and a time to sew together a time to keep silent a time to speak It's letting you know there's a timing for everything there's seasons um but I love in verse 9 And, and let me stop before I go into verse nine, what I want you to understand that I believe is important about this is the wisdom come in knowing what season and what time you're in because, and remember what I said a little bit before wisdom comes from God. Um, I believe the blessing is being able to talk to God and know this is the time I'm in this is the season I'm in and this is what he wants me to do in there that's the wisdom and when I think about that I think about um the Proverbs 31 woman because a lot of times um When you look, we all focus on this woman, this phenomenal woman. She keeps a house. She's a real estate agent. Um, She tends to her husband. Her husband can trust her. Like all these things she does, you know, and she sounds like the woman. Like I want to know her, okay? (laughs) Like, I mean, everything. Her children rise up and call her blessed. And we focus on that. This, 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 all these things. But I would probably bet it's not all done at once. It's seasons that those things are happening because she definitely would be the superwoman. But here's the thing. The the beauty of that verse is in verse 30 when it says a woman who fears God. Because I believe the woman that is phenomenal in all those verses above is really is embedded in verse 30. She knows the timing of all those things. She knows the season that all those things are gonna come forth. She's, re- she's fearing and reverencing God to say, okay, God, what season am I in? Is this the season that I need to be planting or doing this in my children? Is this the season that I'm praying and I'm fasting? You know, it, some of these things go in on every season, but the wisdom is knowing to reverence God so that you know what season you're in. So then going down to verse nine, and I want to read it in the New Living Translation. It says, what do people really get for all their hard work? I have seen the burden God has placed on us all. In verse yet, in verse 11, I apologize, yet. God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart, but even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from the beginning to end. Like we are, he's sovereign. And so again, we can sit here and complain. We can sit here and huh, but Lord, what are you doing? What season am I in? What can I do in this house? you are not going to change the season. How you feel about spring, summer, winter, fall does not move eternity, does not move God, nor does it move the season. It's going to come every year. And every year is something to grab from that. And then sometimes in those seasons are like, I mean, monumental moments. You have in the fall season where we have that rain and hurricanes. And so in some years, There's been some monumental things that happened within that season, season. Um, whether it was, you know, the hurricanes or the tornadoes that we've had that have rocked certain states, you know? And so we never forget those moments. So sometimes seasons bring about life-changing events, you know, and y'all we're in that season, but what do we get from it? And so here's the thing I love in verse 12, it says, So I concluded there is nothing better than to be happy and enjoy ourselves as long as we can. Listen, everything we want to know is in the word of God. And when you read that um, particular verse, y'all, in the amplified version, it says, I know that there is nothing better for them than to rejoice and to do good as long as they live. In everything, I want to encourage you. That we have to give God thanks. There is something in every day to be thankful for. Even if you're going, let's say there is a lack. You know, maybe you're experiencing financial hardship. You're experiencing whatever, just the mental. Maybe you're not in the best. I'm just going to be honest. You were in a marriage that was rocky and you were already like, thank God I get to go to work away from this person and now we home every day. You know, looking at each other and this ain't a happy spot. How do I deal with that? Um, Y'all, I believe in everything he's speaking. He's calling us back to him. He has the answers, but are we asking? Are we falling on our knees? Are we saying, Lord, I need you? Everything we need is in him. You know, the season isn't going to change, but you might need to change. Maybe he's working on your attitude, your perspective, how you look at things, how you how you respond to things. So we have to change. We have to be able to recognize the wise person. You can sit here and fight with the wind. Ain't going to do nothing. But Lord, what do I need to see? Now we're sitting with each other. What was Maybe we can sit and talk. Maybe, you know, I can go into my room and just say, God, how do I deal with this man? How do I deal with this woman? I don't even like them right now. Maybe he was just waiting on you to come and tell him that so he can help you navigate it. I just want to be honest that we have to, the wise person recognizes and invites God and realize that he's speaking, y'all. It's more than one thing going on. But here's the thing in verse 14 in the new living translation it says and i know that whatever god does is final nothing can be added to it or taken from it God's purpose is that people should fear him. Y'all, in verse 14, it says in the Amplified, I know that whatever God does, it endures forever. Nothing can be added to it, nor can anything be taken from it. For God does it so that men will fear and worship him with all filled reverence, knowing that he is God. And that's what I want to leave with you today. You got to know in everything he's speaking, God is moving. He does not, um, no, God does not just say, oh, I'm gonna be a mean God, I'm gonna put this on you. But God responds to our actions. When we have chosen to become a godless people, we don't want him in our families. We don't want him in our life. We don't want him in our society. We don't want him in our choices. He has a way of getting your attention. He can take your choice and make it ring out loud in your face. He know how to take the choices that you made and bring them back to make them a teachable moment. And so he will use anything. He's speaking, but we have to recognize it. And I believe this scripture let us know that listen, you can't change Corona. You can't make COVID. What you can do is obey and be compliant. So this thing does not linger long and long, stay in your house, stay in, you know, do what the government is asking, take it seriously, whether you think it is or not, think about somebody else. But what it does let you know is that his purpose is that all people will fear him. And what does fear mean? Give reverence, recognize that he is the one that created all of us, whether you choose to acknowledge him or not. He is the founder, he is the creator, and so he has a way of getting all of our attention, and whether we know it or not, we all in the same boat. It's not like this one is doing yours. Might be a little bit, you know, sitting a little bit lower. But at the end of the day, we all need his love. We all need mercy. We all need intervention. And it's only going to come through God. So I just want to encourage you to recognize the season y'all. And then here's the thing. Just choose to be Thankful in everything you can choose to complain you can choose to fight the season or you can choose to see the good in it see the times that you can spend with your family yes i'm not i'm not clueless enough to know that it doesn't get frustrating it doesn't get you know tiring that you want to see outside you want to go here but you can't so what does that mean God, what are you saying? What can I do? How can I, in this season, maybe I wanted to write more. Maybe I thought about organizing something more. I wanted to clean out my garage. I always said that I wanted to do this project with my child. Can you find something positive to put that that energy to while being compliant? And I want to say that because, y'all, I've seen some of the most ugliest comments on social media. I was just sharing with my husband I was just sharing with my husband um, just even some comments in regards to those that are celebrities or or those that are artists that have been playing songs and just getting on live and people, we don't want your songs. Why don't you give just cussing? Why don't you give some money? Why don't you go do this? Ain't nobody want to hear you. How ugly. This is why God is speaking. Because we have become a society that is so cruel. That is so entitled. That's so ugly. First of all, you don't even know those same people. They're people, y'all. Whether they are a celebrity. Whether they have more. Yes. Can some do more and they don't? Probably so. But you don't know what people are doing. You don't know what people are giving. You don't know if even in their their situation their statue whatever their money their financial situation first of all it's none of your business let's just start there but number two you don't know if in that moment they are taking care of their parents and a cousin and a couple of households and you don't know if they've reached out to family members to say whatever you need i want to help so just because you don't see what you think they should be doing the fact that they logged on to say i want to just take my talent and bless you in some kind of way how ugly to say nobody want to hear you why don't you take that time and go give it to this and give money here Y'all, this is what I'm talking about. This is just why we in the predicament we in. Because God is showing us how cruel, how ugly, how harsh we can be. Why not just say thank you? And guess what? If you don't want to hear the song, log off. You don't have to listen to it delete i mean but be thankful for the ones that say whereas i could just sit in my house with the talent i choose to offer it up around the world and say i know we all in our houses i know we probably all tired but here let me give a concert for you let me get some songs to encourage let me get on here and take my comedian and give a joke to make you laugh y'all Say thank you. Is that hard? This is what I'm talking about. And I believe these things are happening so you can see the ugly in you. So then you can say, Lord, help me. That was not the right response because no one has to do anything for you. You know, and so again, we, we have these expectations, but my question is, what are you doing? You know, don't look at giving as just a physical thing or giving of something, money or whatever. You can give um appreciation you can give thanksgiving you could just reach out to call somebody and say i just want to give you some encouragement you could shop for someone who maybe cannot due to a sickness everything ain't about money you know what can you do you down a couple actually i got 10 more and i heard publix is gonna stock up here take one roll of mine i'ma throw it to you whatever you need to do and then i'll go back and get try to get us what can you do you know it's not just money and so i just want to say again god is speaking i believe we're going through this so that we can see some of our ways and some of our entitlement how we have become a godless nation how we we are so i mean mean y'all mean spirited love will take you i mean so far Kindness can take you so far. I even think about the word. It says a soft answer turneth away wrath." It's not expedient to say everything that's on your heart. Keep it to yourself. If it bothers you that much, go pray about it. Some things that's turning in you like that, it's turning in you for you to do something. Not for you to just say, but you can pray about it. Y'all, we got to, at this time choose to spread love choose to be kind choose to just say thank you choose to give a smile and so I just want to encourage you to be aware you know to be thankful everybody is human like I said in the beginning everybody is experiencing something even celebrities even artists whereas you think they have much guess what they could have booked out concerts that you and I are not attending so that means that They are losing money, but they might have chosen to say, We understand our singers. This is the only way they get paid. So we're going to keep them on payroll for four months so that they can. You don't know what responsibilities people have. So if a person chooses to just show an act of kindness, the proper response is just thank you. Just simple as that. Or you know what? If it's not the proper act that you want, log off you know and I just wanted to say that because it just blew my mind I was like whoa you know man where did that I mean people are just cruel people are just I'm I just I don't know my mama raised me different and and one of my pet peeves is a liar and not being grateful like my children know those two things are send me to the top because it's so easy to just say thank you so I just wanted to share that I just want to encourage you, embrace the season. Y'all, we can't do nothing about all, we can. You can be compliant, but you're not gonna make this thing go. You complaining, you, but listen, the word of God, y'all, I'm telling you, everything we could ever deal with is in this word. It's in the word, and like the word reminds us, y'all, in everything, we need to pray often, like in everything, we can give God thanks find a way y'all always be joyful the scripture reminds us be thankful in all circumstances it didn't say when your bank account was full it didn't say when life is going it didn't say when the spring flowers are blooming it said in all circumstances to be thankful to pray often y'all that's what the word of god says for this is god's will for you for you who's supposed to be in christ jesus so that we can be an influence to the world that they can see us in the midst of this and maybe it'll catch hold so i just want to encourage you embrace your season listen god is speaking but we have to listen and y'all what an opportunity find the opportunities i'm enjoying my children i'm enjoying hearing their perspective on this i'm enjoying No, it's not all easy. No, it's not all convenient. But I choose to take these moments and make lifetime uh, memories out of them. I choose to enjoy, you know, my son's putting on a puppet show for me. I choose to enjoy hearing Langston's perspective on homeschooling. I choose to enjoy my husband belting out a note as he makes an ice cream float. Like these are moments that I might not have had. So I can complain about the season or I can choose to make memories and tell God, thank you. But I also want to encourage you, acknowledge them, see what he's saying to you. So pray, I said something to bless you. Have a wonderful Sunday. Y'all, let's be nice. Be kind. Remember, love. Oh my God, love conquers all. And I want to say this, just one last thing. Because when I just said that the Holy Spirit brought something back to my mind. Um, look up the definition. Y'all know I'm into these definitions and I'm always looking up words and studying them. Because I know sometimes when we say love, you automatically, we think people that we know, our family, um, a brother, a sister, a cousin, it's easy to love my mama. But I don't, I mean, I don't know my neighbor. Why are you telling me to love my neighbor? They, I don't, I don't know them like that. If you actually look up the definition of love, it's not just a strong feeling or how we determine how we um equate love but love is also defined wanting the best good for someone so when you say i love you it's not just you know i can only love my family members or those that are close to me love actually means wanting the best good wanting to see good for someone else so when i say let's show love you actually can do that it doesn't need to be your brother or a close family member because we all should want to see the best good for each other, our neighbors. I will hope that we're not hoping ill on anyone. So I say that to say, let's love. Let's let love abound. Bye.